My name is Jack Cruz Alvarez, and this is Quadcast. This is the series that highlights your Chicago's unique RSOs, and today I'd like to begin with a quote. I should like to let you know how important sliced bread is to the morale and saneness of a household, which was said by Sue Forrester in a letter to the New York Times in 1943. That was Monica Brown, one of the co-editors-in-chief of the campus literary magazine Sliced Bread, reading the quote that opens the letter from the editors in their autumn 2018 issue that was published last month. We actually start every letter from the editors with a different quote, and they all always have to do something with bread. The context of that quote is that it was written in the middle of World War II when things were looking quite grim, kind of all across the world. Also, the woman who's writing it is a housewife, and she's living through a time of severe rations and all of these different things, but she clings to sliced bread and on a, you know, slightly more metaphorical, less literal note, I think when you're here at the University of Chicago, on occasion, things can be quite dark and grim and hopeless, but I always find that art is rejuvenating um, and cathartic and hopefully this magazine is that for others slash for us. I think part of the answer also is just that we take a great amount of pleasure in simultaneously making fun of ourselves and amping ourselves up in ways that may seem ridiculous. And I think that the inherent ridiculousness of that quote, that the sanity of a household is based entirely upon sliced bread, is both, I think, defensible, which is part of the fun of it, <laughs> and just crazy. And I think that we, we, uh, we enjoy that. And that was Parker Chusid, the other co-editor-in-chief of Sliced Bread. This week on Quadcast, I sit down with both of them and discuss what it takes to create a literary magazine, as well as what they hope their work can do for those on campus who read it. A lot of people aren't familiar with the concept of what a literary magazine is, I don't think, so could you just explain what a literary magazine is? Sure. A literary magazine is a place for people to submit their art, their writing, their images, and to have a chance to have that art printed out and published and distributed to the public through some forum. I think it's really just an opportunity for sharing of the things that we make privately, but would prefer to have understood publicly. Can you tell me a little bit about the history of the magazine on campus? So I think first we should say that because of the nature of college education, I haven't been here for the entire time that the, the magazine's been around, and I hope I, nobody has been. <laughs> The magazine was started in 2007 by a relatively small niche group of students and it has expanded throughout the years. I joined the magazine when I got here in 2015 and Monica joined in 2016, my yeah. recollection is. It's, I think, grown every year and it's expanded in a bunch of different directions. It, at various points, was connected with Fire Escape Films and made movies relating to sliced bread. We have a DVD of something called Firebread and all of the sort of like one-offs that sliced bread has become involved with throughout the years. Like we did an active minds issue um, that was a mental health related issue uh, two years ago. And we've done all kinds of things like that that you sort of accumulate over the 11 years that sliced bread's now been in existence. But our, the main thing that we do consistently is just put out physical copies of the magazine. Uh, so could you give an overview of like what goes into making a literary magazine? So first and foremost, our magazine is a collection of submissions from UChicago affiliated people. Almost all of them undergraduates, but that's not necessarily true. Sometimes we receive things from uh, graduate students, very rarely from 
faculty or, or employees. Fun so, ones are the alumni. The fun ones are the <laughs> alumni. So first and foremost, we seek out submissions from people that are here on campus, and that can be short stories, poetry, photography, visual art. We say anything that's fit to print can go into the magazine. Then we meet weekly as a staff. We have 33 staff members currently, and a few days before each weekly meeting, we send out between seven and nine pieces to our staff to look over, to come with opinions, and then we just sit down as a staff and we discuss them, talk about what we like, what we don't like, what we think could potentially be improved, and then we vote on them and we decide whether we want to accept them into the magazine or not. From there, we contact either the authors or the artists and let them know that we're going to be either putting their piece in the magazine or not. Occasionally, we vote to workshop a piece, in which case we work one-on-one with that author to improve the piece. We give them specific suggestions, take normally a piece that we think is already pretty good to an extra level. So we sort of amass a collection of pieces that we want to publish, and then from there we go down the relatively traditional route of publishing, which is that we lay out the pieces, we organize them, we decide what exactly what the order of the pieces that we want in the magazine is. Hopefully we find one that is complementary and cohesive. We go through and we look for any words that are misspelled or punctuation errors, kerning, things like that, and then we put it all together in a PDF and we send it off to a publisher. And a month later we receive hundreds of brand new shiny issues. And then we have a launch party where we celebrate the authors and artists and our hardworking staff. Hello everybody and welcome to Slice Bread's fall 2018 launch party. I just wanted to make two quick announcements. The first is that we're having an open mic and that's why these microphones are here for now. There's a sign-up sheet in the back on a table with the magazines. If you have anything you want to read, whether it's something that you wrote or that somebody else wrote, please feel free to sign up and you can read that. And then we repeat the process and we publish biannually, so once every six months we churn out something. What would you say is the hardest part about making this magazine? I don't think that we're involved in the hardest part of making this magazine. I think that the hardest part of making this magazine happens before we ever see it. I think that the entirety of this magazine is made up of the art which gets submitted to us. And when we open our email and find that piece, the hard part's done. I think that the way that we contribute to that in the most sort of substantive aspect is our attempts to work with authors to provide a second pair of eyes, really, or 33 second pairs of eyes, where our workshop process attempts to give them a different perspective. I don't think that we can make any claim to a a level of artistic expertise which surpasses the authors, other than that we're just other people who can look at it and try and help them see things that they might have missed or see what this looks like from a perspective other than the writers, because I think as somebody who has tried and failed pretty much daily to try and write something good, it's easy to get insular and to only see it from, from your perspective. And I think that that's the, the, the hardest thing that Slice Bread does, mm-hmm. is to describe that to the authors. And I know you touched on it a little bit, but you guys do other stuff besides publishing a magazine. Can you Yeah, we, I mean, we do a couple of different things. Monica's baby is Breadbeat, which is our own podcast and is burgeoning, booming. We're big fans. It's more uh, alliteration. Hit me with that. Yeah. <laughs> we do Breadbeat. We have a website where we try and have a digital archive of all of the work that Slice Bread's done that we've been able to keep track of and where we also publish 
pieces from the magazine so that people have access to that in a more regularly periodical basis. We also try and get involved with the sort of physical campus life by trying to be active in our distribution process. I think that because of the way that the college works, where we're constantly churning students in and out, it's easy to lack institutional memory for sliced bread. And so we need to both be attempting to, to actively promote ourselves on campus with things like we do this thing called bread on the quad, which isn't really bread on the quad so much as it is just sort of like edible goods on the quad and this <laughs> turned into donuts or coffee or I think we've done bagels or we have, we also have handed out literal pieces of sliced bread along with magazines in an attempt to just make sure that people who might not regularly see our content get access to it. Also, as Parker mentioned, um, about a year and a half ago, we did a collaboration with Active Minds, which is a mental health organization here on campus. So we try to, like, semi-frequently do direct collaborations with other groups here on campus to try to focus on specific topics, specific issues, reach out to parts of the college community that otherwise we're not normally reaching with our issues. And then we also occasionally do things that are off campus, but that are also in art settings. For example, last spring, the Hyde Park Art Center had a arts night where they were just doing all of these different forms of art in different rooms throughout the building. And we went and did some spoken word there, which was pretty cool. I want to know why you guys wanted to be a part of Slice Bread. And then if it's a different answer, I want to know why you guys still do it. I think that the... F- the reason that I wanted to do sliced bread coming into college was the simple one, which is that I hadn't done it in high school, and I regretted it. It was something that I always felt like I should have been able to fe- find time for and that I never put that together for myself. And this was my answer, that I was going to just do it the first, I think the first week that I, that I got to college, I just decided, okay, this is the thing that I'm carving out time for on my Thursday nights. And I think that that morphed as I spent more time doing it because it's hard to regret not doing something that you are now doing. But I think it was just sort of a falling in love with the process of it. I started out as an author outreach editor, which meant that my interactions were wholly based upon trying to do right by our authors and our submitters and to make sure that when we workshop a piece that we are doing it in order to make it better along the original lines of a vision that the author had rather than to enforce our own perspective on it, on them. And I think the the fun part of it for me is trying to find that balance where we both have some constructive way of letting them know what it was that we saw that that maybe they didn't see or that maybe we missed that they were seeing while also not just telling them, hi, please change your piece, I don't get it, (laughs) which is a really easy answer to looking at a poem that you don't like, especially when it's not written by like, Wordsworth, and you don't get to just say, oh, this is a master who knows what they're doing. But when this is your cop, like your peer who's in class with you and doing the same things as you, I think it's both harder to take them seriously and harder for them to take you seriously. So I think there's a higher bar that's set in terms of the criticism that you're, the constructive criticism, criticism which you're allowed to give and the constructive criticism which they're willing to take, which makes it a kind of fun project. Like Parker, I did not do a literary magazine in high school. My high school did not have them nor do I know that I would have been on it. But something that I want to do in my career, which is not something that the majority of people on Spread want to do, is that I want to be a professional editor in the book publishing industry. And I, I mentioned that most people don't want to do it to emphasize really that our magazine is not a group of 
English majors sitting around talking about literature. It's also comp sci majors and biology majors and all of these different people from campus who have very disparate interests but also just really love art. But because I knew that I wanted to be in the publishing industry, um, it was definitely on my radar that I wanted to do something like that on campus, mostly just to try it out because I, I knew it was something that I was maybe interested in and I was like, this is something that I should actually attempt. And weirdly, I don't think that sliced bread aligns with that directly at all. What I've gotten out of sliced bread has been much more just, as Parker said, me getting to look at other people's art and being incredibly awestruck by some of the work that is happening here on campus by sometimes people that I know and people who I never would have imagined were creating absolutely stunning art in their, in their like off hours. And I think what I really enjoy out of the magazine is the, the privilege of getting to look at their art and the privilege of being able to give them a more public venue to display that and occasionally helping them along their paths as artists and authors. I think it's incredibly special, quite rewarding for, for people who are often, you know, amateur artists, never been published before, to, to get to give that to them. It's pretty cool to get a physical copy of the thing that you had on your Microsoft Word document on your computer. That's fun. Like, I, yeah. like regardless of like the just like how much that means to you, I think just the like it's a glossy thing that somebody got a professional to put on paper, and that they thought that that was where your work deserved to be. And that's that's fun. Mm -hmm. I think that the other thing, like the the fact that these are people on campus requires this amount of empathy that I don't think that other art necessitates of you. That mm -hmm. I think there's like a realization of that like every piece of art that we see is made by just like other people like us who you who you can see in your Hume class. And like I think that it brings an entirely different perspective to trying to read anything else or look at anything else. That your thoughts on it would affect them in the same way that your thoughts on pieces that we get submitted to slice bread would affect the people who submit. It's a, it's a kind of strange, empathetic process. What do you hope people get out of reading this magazine? I hope they have fun. I, I don't really know what the point of any of this art is if people don't enjoy reading it, if they don't read it and be glad that they read it. And I think that really that just comes down to that. I hope, hope they have fun reading it. Yeah, I think we accept pieces from a lot of different genres and I think that some of the pieces we accept because we see them and we're like oh like this is a poem that is doing all of these you know really interesting rhetorical devices like you know we accept this like poem that's about this like very serious like political topic and then we also accept you know a short story that's about an ice fisher in Canada getting his fingers cut off and we accept all of these different things and it's really exciting that we put them all together into one magazine because when you flip through it you just get to experience so many different emotions and I think that that is really rewarding and fun like Parker said. I hope that our authors get satisfaction from seeing their work in our magazine and I hope that our readers have a brighter day. That's it for this week's episode of Quadcast. Thanks to Monica Brown and Parker Trusted from Sliced Spread, Ben Kent and the Logan Cage staff for the audio recording equipment, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Jack Cruz-Alvarez. Be sure to follow the Chicago Maroon on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and check us out next week for the latest episode of Quadcast.